Hola, hola, meses embarazes. This is the Mess to Badass podcast, a safe space where we will talk about turning your struggles into superpowers and the journey from being a mess and becoming a badass. This podcast is all about being imperfect, messy, human, and just being you. I am Pam, a creative consultant and founder of Embrace the Mess. Just a heads up, this podcast is unedited, bilingual, and there will be some cursing. So get ready to go from mess to badass. In today's episode, we are talking to my friend and messy business bestie, Shaina, the founder of Aura Aesthetic. Hi, Shaina. How are you today? I am doing great. Actually, that's kind of a lie. I had a really crazy morning, <laughs> but I am doing good now. I'm glad to be here. Yay. Thank you so much. So first of all, why are you having a crazy day? What's going on? Well, I don't normally like get dressed up. I'm usually like in my jammies, hair mess. So I was like, I have this podcast today. I was trying to look my best. Um, I, you know, work from home. I have a toddler. So you're a classic definition of messy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. The whole idea is to, you know, be unedited and just roll with the punches. So it's part of the mess to badass journey. So don't even worry about it. But why don't you tell us something about yourself? So what do you do, where we can find you? And then we'll talk a little bit more about your journey. Yeah, so <laughs> so um, my name is Shaina. I am the founder of Aura Aesthetic and um, a lot of other businesses over the many years. Uh, but right now, this is what I'm doing. And I've taken my love and knowledge for human design and the uh, women's health and put them together to create a guide for women to be able to have content that speaks to them, speaks to their audience um, through their, you know, own special and unique energy. So all the information comes from their human design chart, which is a combination of systems. So astrology, I Ching, uh, quantum mechanics, uh, the tree of life, the chakra system. So it's very dense. It's got a lot it, that goes on to it, but you don't need to know any of that stuff to benefit. You just simply go into the membership that I currently offer and you get your guide and you don't have to know anything about that stuff. You just get your specific um, topics and prompts so that you can create content. Amazing. I can... Thank you for all the information. And I can tell you as one of your founding members, I absolutely love your content calendar, content, whatever you want to call it a guide, guide <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, I just, it's so cool because I have like this phobia with social media because I get super like tons of anxiety and going through your guide it has made it so simple in understanding that I don't have to go through like Instagram or TikTok that there are other ways to still promote your business and not having to do it through all the social medias that society keeps telling us to do so thank you for that um, yeah absolutely like I think that having something that's customized to you is great but also the fact like you were just saying some people don't like being on social media so I tried to make it so that you can use this to create content for your emails or for what all of your marketing right podcast episodes blog posts whatever it is that you're most comfortable being on that's where you should be right so um and also we get so much generic information and these generic templates that just don't speak to who we are <laughs> yeah no I totally agree 
So we can talk more about your membership and everything. Um, but right now, why don't we talk about your journey? So as you know, this podcast is all about being a mess and becoming a badass. So let's start with some questions. And I know that I gave you a little bit of a heads up so you know what to what you're getting. So tell me, um, how did you feel? When did you feel the messiest as a person? Besides today. I always feel messy <laughs> as a person. Every day I feel messy. Um, and that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I understand um, you know, how I work and how I operate in the world. And it just took me a long time to get there to figure out what was best for me and how to step into that power and be okay with being messy sometimes and just not striving for perfection, but just striving to be me every day. I love that. Just for, uh, what is it? What's that quote? Uh, progress over perfection. Yeah. So I love it. And I think that's why you and I get along so well, because we know we're messy, but we just, you know, embrace it and try to be the best bad as we can. <laughs> um. So do you consider yourself with that said, do you consider yourself a messy entrepreneur? And if you do tell us why, and, and also what is a messy entrepreneur for you? Yeah, I mean, I think um, a messy entrepreneur is somebody, it's the opposite of what you see on on Instagram, right? You see all of these people and their success, but they don't really talk about their struggles or, you know, sometimes they're faking it till they're making it, right? And um, I think being a messy entrepreneur is just embracing the fact that things are not going to always be okay. You're not going to wake up every morning and be pumped and ready to work. There's going to be times where you don't want to do anything. I just went through several months of just being in a funk not being motivated like that's okay though it, it gave me time to find some inspiration to get some clarity around what I was doing and in the past I used to rush things because I wanted to make it happen and so whatever idea I had I didn't have maybe the proper resources for it or clarity around what I wanted to do and I would just rush it and it would morph into a completely different business or idea that I didn't even want in the first place and that's why it didn't work so I've learned to just listen to myself listen to my body and just take my time be patient and let things happen when they're supposed to happen and I think that that's been um, my biggest lesson in being messy. Oh, I love that. And I love that you incorporated listening to your body, listening to pretty much everything that's going on with you, um, especially because, as you know, I have also gone through those funks and they can take a lot of you. So it's it's pretty intense. So it take a long time, too. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think it's really good also not to just, you know, understand yourself, <laughs> but also have friends and people behind you that can help you get out of those funks, you know, and support you, even though you're in a funk, they're not trying to pressure you, but just being there, sitting with you, loving on you. Like, I think it's really important to have that community. Yes. And um, it's really important to have a messy bestie. <laughs> um, so obviously you're a messy entrepreneur and I love that you're that because I feel like that's why we connect so well together. Um, but now because you have been messy, I want you to tell me about a shitty decision that you have made in your business and what have you learned from it? 
which business? I mean, there's so many bad decisions. Um, And, you know, I don't look at anything as a bad decision because it's all led me to where I am today, which has been the most successful and the most happiest I've ever been in um, my business. And so I don't look at any decision as a bad decision. It's just something that sort of led me on this path to where I am today. So, but I would say the biggest thing, biggest mistake I probably made was um, in 2019, I wanted to open my own shop. I wanted a wellness shop for women. I was very passionate about women's health because that's what I went to school for. I went to school for naturopathy and all because of my own health journey. And I wanted to help other women learn about their bodies because like, shit, we don't know shit about our bodies. So um, I I wanted to start this business and I was like, okay, I'm feeling like I shouldn't do this right now. Like, I just don't feel okay with it. And my husband who, God bless him, he's a saint, but like, he's so supportive sometimes, but it, it can be to my detriment, right? So he's like, pushing me he's like no you know this is you're just you know having some fears it's okay and I'm like maybe he's right like you know he's like you should do this I'm here for you like I support you and I'm like okay I'm gonna do this and maybe it is I'm just me being fearful because I've not succeeded in the past you know and this is a big step for me in business I never had my own place pay rent you know all the stuff buy inventory and but something was really telling me like don't do this. And I just chalked it up as like, oh, it's just my fear. Right. Um, And so the place was supposed to be ready in October, 2019. And the contractors were dragging their feet. They were like taking forever to fix the things that needed to be fixed in this older building. Right. It was uh, downtown Savannah, Georgia. And so that December I find out I'm having a baby. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a baby and a new shop. And how am I going to run this with a whole baby? But we'll we'll figure it out, I guess. Um, And then February, everything's done. I open my doors. March 2020, COVID is like full force and the city shuts down. I have to shut down my business. It's not at all set up for online. So I'm like, what do I do? I still have to pay rent. I still have to like I'm not making any sales. I have to restart all over whenever we the city opens back up, you know, and it was just, I was like, damn, this sucks. And I think I spent, you know, two years having this business. Now I will say it was so much fun to do this with my family. Like we set everything up. We made it look beautiful. We worked together. We would like go out and my husband would get fun, like different lunches from different restaurants around the city. And like, it was a really great experience with my family and I enjoyed it. But as far as like, was it successful? Absolutely not. Cause it just started off on the wrong foot. And I think the biggest mistake was me not listening to my gut and just sort of talking myself into something that I knew I wasn't ready for. And I just had this instinct that was like, don't do it. And I didn't listen. So that would be probably one of my biggest mistakes, but there's been many. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, just so you know, you can totally swear. Um, just as a heads up, I, I noticed a little bit of hesitance. And I don't know if it's because of the I name. did say shit a couple times. So I was <laughs> like, okay, okay, yes. Swear as much as you want as you can and you want. Um, so a couple of uh things that I wanted to follow up with what you mentioned. First of all, is your gut instinct. You know, like we all have this little thing that sometimes we know that we shouldn't do something, but because we doubt ourselves. Um, we just don't listen. 
Um, but do you think that this gut feeling that you were having to the store, it's because it was trying to like, let you know that it's not the right timing. It was trying to give a heads up, like, fuck, you know, like the pandemic is coming, like, don't do it. Um, and do you, and to follow up that is, do you think that with everything that you have learned in with this gut instinct, like now, you know how to listen to it and it was that your lesson in this, in this whole situation? Yeah. So without getting too into deep into what human design is, <laughs> um, I had already been in my experiment or experimenting with this system for several, <laughs> several years. And so he's having a blast. <laughs> he's so excited right now. Yeah. Bluey's on. He's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I guess the biggest thing for me was I was in this experiment with my human design and human design is really all about how you operate in the world and how you make decisions. Right. And a big part of it is trusting your inner authority. Everybody has a different one and mine is my sacral. That's my gut feeling. And so sometimes with our authority, it can be really confusing. Like, is this coming from a place of fear or is this coming from my actual authority that's trying to tell me don't do this right it's hard to know the difference but I think that after that experience and you know really trusting in my design a little bit more I was able to distinguish between those two right like what's fear and what's not and I think when something is telling you like you just feel like don't do this or do it run with it go with it then and there's nothing else involved, no excuses, no talking yourself into it, no like questioning it. It just feels like that's right. Then that's your authority speaking to you. If you have to question yourself, if you have to like ask your friends and your family, like, should I be doing this? And you know, then that's fear, right? Like that's, that's where it's coming from. And so I think for me, it was a little bit of both with, um, starting a business like that because like I said it's a big undertaking to have to put out so much money and you know I have a family and I I don't want to do something that would hurt us financially and I didn't want to make a mistake but I didn't want to give up on my dream either and so it felt like I don't know at that time yeah I think I was struggling with what the difference was but it has definitely helped me to understand <laughs> the difference between the two Oh, that's amazing. I love hearing that. So from what I'm hearing, and I know that you're trying to teach me also human design so I can understand it better, but so authority is going to be your fuck yeses, and then fear is going to be your fuck no's. And I think that right now you and I have been in this journey of like, we're starting to understand our authority and we know that our fuck yeses are coming and that's why we're doing the things that we're doing right now. That's how you are able to do the cosmic content. And this is why we are here with you know, Miss Tabata's podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it's your authority will give you a fuck yes or a fuck no. Right. But like, <laughs> this is being a yeah. mom and an entrepreneur. <laughs> it's all good. Matt's um, the entrepreneur. But, um, you know, that the fear is, is where confusion sets in. Right. And we get into our heads a lot and start questioning everything that we're doing it's so funny because it's like you can talk to a friend and you can help them with something and know clearly like oh this is what you should be doing when it comes to ourselves it's like 
we don't know right we're like we get stuck we're like wait is that the right thing for me to do and you know so get out of your head is like the biggest thing I've learned like don't even go in there don't even go into that space <laughs> like, like don't listen to the bitch in your head <laughs> now um to just like close up this this little uh you know like your your shitty decision moment you mentioned that you started a business with your family and I know how close and tight you are with your family you guys do everything together and I absolutely love it so tell me because I I have my brother has a business with my parents and it's a shit show not in a bad way but I know that like decisions can be really intense like temperaments and you know all that stuff like the back and forth so tell me how was what was your experience with your kids because I know that your kids are super artistic with the baby how was that and then having your husband so the whole interaction yeah for me it was good I mean I enjoy being with my family I enjoy spending time with my family in any way that we can do that even especially if we're working together like it's always a good time for me um I think it's because of the dynamic in our household is pretty much the same. I'm pretty much the boss of the house. So it's like, you know, at work, they're working for me. They know that, that, that I'm, I'm sort of managing everything and, you know, I'm the director. I'm just telling everybody kind of what, what their role is and, and what I expect of them. And they just do it. You know, if that's what they want to do, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to. Right. But, um, I think it's just, it was just really fun for us. The kids always loved coming to the shop. They were like, you know, be like, you want to come to the shop today? They're like, yeah. Or like, you know, um, my oldest daughter, um, I was like, if you work at the shop for like a month and a half, you know, I will buy you a car, you know? So like, she was like, hell yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take you up on that offer. Right. Um, so it, it, it's been a good way for them to be able to earn stuff you know, by helping out and helping the family business. Um, but it, I, I would say with a baby, it was very difficult. Um, it, it became, and the good thing was, was my kids were out of school. They were doing virtual school because of COVID. So my daughter was able to go to the shop and work. And while it was, you know, she had slow time, she would do all her schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. So I was able to go on the weekends where my husband would be home from work and take care of the baby because it got to be a lot. So I think um, it's not something that I was expecting at all. I had been infertile for 12 years. <laughs> and so all of a sudden it was like, I, I really thought like my kids are getting older. Like I'm ready to start this big business. I'm ready to just like, I started like on this health kick, I was losing weight. Like my life was just like amazing. And then I go, I'm like, of course I lose 20 pounds and then I'm pregnant, right? Like, of course that would happen right when I'm starting a business and losing weight and, you know, but like, he's amazing. And I love having him in my life. I can't ever imagine what life was like without him. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, I didn't feel bad when I decided to close that business down because he was just getting older. And, you know, as you know, toddlers, they run around, they crawl on everything, they touch everything. Like at that point when he started getting mobile, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't have him in here. Uh, he was like the little mascot though, for a little while, like you know, I'd hold him up in the store window, like come in, <laughs> the baby. Instead of the signs, you had the baby. Yeah, we were flipping him. <laughs> Oh my God. That's amazing. I love the whole dynamic that you have with your family. And obviously I love your baby and 
having him as a guest also as part of this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he is um, a leo so they like a lot of attention you know it has to be all about them right <laughs> of course and we know that he definitely needs attention <laughs> um so now moving to the part of so we have spoken about your messy journey so now let's move into your badass aspect uh for those who don't know, I have a badass quiz. So I do ask my guest to take the quiz prior to meeting. That way we can talk about what type of badass they are. So Shaina, you took the quiz. Tell us what was the answer? Which type of badass are you? I am the I do what I want badass. I was think that good? <laughs> yes, I always do what I want. And I say, <laughs> I tell my husband that all the time, actually. I, that's like, he's like, whatever. I'm like, I do what I want. Yeah, I say that all the time. So as soon as I read that, it just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. Well, we know that you are the boss, obviously. So of course you have to do whatever you want, and people have have to do what you say. So it makes total sense. <laughs> um. So now that we're talking about badasses, what does it mean to be a badass for you? And do you consider yourself one? I think being a badass is just like. having confidence right like having confidence in what you're putting out into the world and feeling like you don't have to fit into any kind of mold right like you are your like you understand your own unique value in the world and I think being a badass is being able to have the confidence to show that and not care <laughs> what other people are going to think or what they're going to say. I mean, I still struggle with this all the time. You know, it's like, are people going to like what I'm doing? Are they going to like me? Are they going to understand what I'm trying to do? And I think um, in, in my journey to badassery, it's like, I've stopped really caring about those things too much. And I, when I get those thoughts in my head, I just kind of push them to the side because it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, if it, if it fails then it fucking fails like I, it's not like I haven't failed before <laughs> you know I'm not going to die like I I still have food on the table I still have a roof over my head I still have a wonderful family I still have so much good in my life that it's not going to tear me down if something I try doesn't work and I think being a badass is having the confidence to fail and fuck up so many times and get back up and say that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> like I'm going to try it again, even though I might fuck up, like I'm still going to try this. And that's something that, you know, failure has held me back before, but I learned a lot about, you know, looking at failures. I, I say it's like the, the peanut butter to success is jelly. It's like, you need both, right? Like you can't have success if you haven't had failures and you know there it's just it is what it is so if you look at it as just a necessary step in your journey to success and badassery then failure doesn't feel so bad I love that answer especially because it aligns completely with what you and I believe especially the whole embrace the mess you know like that whole aspect is like fail fuck up, get up, learn from it. And if you keep doing the same mistake is because the universe or your God, your authority is trying to tell you something. So I absolutely love it. And I totally think that you're a badass because of all the shit that you have done and all the things that I see that you do on a daily basis. 
So kudos to you for being an, you know, being an awesome badass. <laughs> um, so now that we know that you have been a mess, you have made shitty decisions, you are a badass and you're in the constant uh, journey of being this amazing badass and amazing mom and all that stuff. Do you, um, have you ever felt lonely in the journey of, you know, starting all these businesses? And uh, do you think, um, I, I, I talk a lot about be having a messy bestie. So let's talk about how lonely it can be to have a business and then we can transition to a messy bestie and what is it? Yeah, so for me, um, yes, it can be very lonely. Like I said, my husband's super supportive. And he does whatever he can to help me. <laughs> he does a lot of like programming and data entry stuff for me. <laughs> um, so silly. And, but he also at the same time, like it's not, the things that I'm doing aren't his passion and they're not things that he's super well-versed in. He's not an entrepreneur. He's, he's you know, he has had the same job you know, we used to live in Virginia. He had the same job for 10 years. We moved. He's had the same job since we moved here six years ago. So it's like he he goes somewhere and he does really well and he does a good job, but he's not entrepreneurial. He's not the type that's like, oh, I'm going to go start a business and I have this idea and that idea. And so we don't relate in that aspect. And so while he can help me with anything I need, it's like, and the kids can, you know, help me with things as well because they're, you know, um, interested in what I'm doing but it's like they're not always home they have school they have work you know and this one over here is my little co-worker like he drives me nuts all day but um you know it, it can be very very lonely when you don't have someone that can relate to you on the same level of of trying to bring your passion into the world and like being an entrepreneur is a different animal than having a career or you know working at a job it's, it's just so different and when you're working from home especially and like most of us that's our goal is we want to work from home we want to be able to have more time with our families and for the things that we love and we think if I work from home I can do that and have that freedom but then you like look around and you're like I don't have anybody that can you know, test this email out for me or someone who can like help me like look at my website and say, does that make sense? Or just put a second pair of eyes on something like, is this spell right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes- I love his smile, like his laugh. <laughs> sometimes it's, it's like all about like, even though you, as an entrepreneur, you're, you don't want that nine to five, right? You good? <laughs> I'm as an entrepreneur, like we don't want to work that nine to five, right? Like that's our, not our goal, but there's some things that I miss about that. You know, I used to work in restaurants and I used to work in like office jobs where you would get to know other people and work with them and it was fun and they would help you get work done and things just, things just move faster with them, right? So. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely um you and I have had this conversations multiple times about how lonely it can be and we have a couple of friends that we know that have mentioned the same thing over and over how lonely it can be I mean sometimes you just need a, a shoulder to cry on or a screen to you know like cry to and I know that I have done that to you many times um so it's it's really important to have that person that 
just backs you up. You know, like everybody, I don't know if you had a um a work wife or a work husband, like we all have that person when we are in a corporate job where we know that we can gossip, that will keep track of us, like not being hung hangry of doing all that stuff, checking on our jobs, making sure that we're just getting all the shit that needs to get done, done. And as an entrepreneur, we obviously cannot have any of that stuff, which is why I talk a lot about being a messy bestie or having a messy bestie. And for me, a messy, be messy bestie is your ride or die while you're an entrepreneur. You know, having that person that uh, supports you. I mean, you and I love to co-work and we, I feel like that has been a huge support for each other and like a type of motivation because we keep each other accountable and we have become messy besties and and I mean at least I can I consider you my messy bestie <laughs> um so so tell me do you have a messy bestie and as an entrepreneur do you think we should all have one yeah, I mean, I definitely consider you one of my messy besties. Um, and I have a few, right? I have certain people that I, I go to for certain reasons um, where we can support each other in our own unique ways. And so, you know, I have a networking group with uh, a friend of mine. I have, you know, I do a lot of co-working with you where, um, you know, I'm able to get a lot more done because I have somebody there to help keep me focused and to help me move things along quickly um you know I have just friends that I've known for a while now that you know when I'm having a tough time with whatever I can just call them and say I have I'm having a tough time right like it's not I don't want to talk about work but I want to talk about work you know like I want to talk about the shitty part of work but I don't want to do anything um so yeah, I think it's so important to have somebody or have many people in your corner that you can rely on that, you know, can make this whole journey less lonely. Um, I think when I had like a physical location and I was working with my family, I didn't feel lonely in that business. But now that I work from home and I'm doing digital, you know, products and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it, it was hard. And then there's sometimes where you make friends with people, especially if you're working from home, you meet a lot of people online on uh, different social media apps and those friendships just don't work out. And so that can be really disheartening too. try to manage these relationships with people um, in a, a world where you already feel really lonely and trying to get to know these strangers. Right. So feeling like really protective over <laughs> your emotions and not letting any failed relationships get you down and discourage you from what you're trying to do um so I mean yeah it can be hard it can be lonely but I think I found some really good people <laughs> to be on on my side so I'm I'm good over here yeah. oh I absolutely love hearing that and I love being part of your um badass baddies group <laughs> your messy baddies um so thank you so much for being part of my group also of you know messy besties so now that we have talked about your journey, oh, you know, your messy parts of like being an, uh, a, what is it, a, a serious entrepreneur that has had many failures as a, as an entrepreneur and also as an employee, you have become a mom, you have, you're just like everything, you're just as bad as like, you're the, the poster child of everything that we have, we go through as entrepreneurs. 
and now you're still a badass you still you have learned how to listen to your authority to your god you have learned how to figure out to work being a mom and finally have gotten this amazing business of auras or aesthetics so tell us about it i know that you have a membership so talk to us of um, what is the offer what do you have right now and then after that i can let you be free and hang out with my, my little buddy yeah so um aura aesthetic is a membership it's called there's the cosmic content membership um it's only nine dollars a month i was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday about it um and she was telling me how she wished that i had done this months ago which i was like damn I, that's when i was in my funk <laughs> i could have had this done but she had spent you know a couple thousand dollars on a program um that didn't help her and then she wasn't able to get her money back she had like a family emergency and some other things and so they weren't willing to work with her and um, I think I feel like a lot of people out there have wasted money on programs or uh, coaching that's very expensive and I think we kind of live in this culture now where there's this idea that if you're not charging a shit ton of money then you know you don't know your worth and and etc cetera, etc cetera. and I think we also have this conditioned belief where if someone costs $50,000, they must be fucking amazing. Right. And then you pay that money and you're like, what the fuck? Like I could have Googled all of this, right? Like I could have just gone on Google school and, and learned all this myself or, you know, and sometimes it does work. Sometimes they are worth it, but like, are we going to just go out here and, you know, spend all of our money trying to figure that out? Um, so I really wanted to make something that was super affordable they gave a lot of value. Um, you know, I just, I, I'm tired of seeing people getting taken advantage of and I'm tired of people getting, you know, told that, oh, you need to do things this way, right? We're all different and we all have a specific message that we're here to deliver. And I think that um, the way that I've set up the membership is that you get uh, every four weeks, a content guide that is customized to you so to your human design, it's related to the gates in human design, which are basically, there's a gate in each planet. Um, so it's, it all kind of relates to the days of the week and the flavor of that planet and your specific gate that is within that planet. So when you should be posting things, and I, I don't want to say should, but when I suggest you would want to post certain topics um, and things like that. And they, again, they're all based on, on you. So if you really want to show up authentically online, um, and you're struggling with content ideas, this is going to help you do that. Now, it doesn't just have to be social media. It can be email. It can be podcasts, blogs, like I mentioned earlier, because, you know, it, what matters most is that you're in places and spaces that feel comfortable for you. I know a lot of people say, you need to go where your audience is. But you know, at the, at the end of the day, if you're where you're most comfortable and you're just being yourself, you're going to attract the right people to you. And so just do what feels good, you know? Um, and that's how I wanted it to be set up. Also, I've set it up so that you can, you know, batch create everything at once, or you can just use it as you're inspired to use it. So it works the way that you do. We don't all like to batch create we don't all like to just you know post 
daily. So it's it's up to you how you want to use it. Um, it's affordable. It brings you a lot of value, I think. Um, and I'm really proud of it. It's something that I created for myself, honestly, <laughs> um, when I was struggling with, you know, content and things like that. So I started creating these guides for myself and I thought, wow, this could be really great for everybody. Um, and I figured out a way that people can get it instantly. So, um, it was a lot of, a lot, a lot of work, <laughs> a lot for my husband. <laughs> but, yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's something I'm really proud of. And I think that it's going to help a lot of people to craft marketing messages and copy that is going to really speak to their audience. And also you'll never run out of ideas on what to post. And so I'm super excited to have this out here for people. I just want to get it in front of as many people as I can. I love that. I, I thank you for that. And thank you for creating this because I can tell you that as soon as I got my, my content calendar, my cosmic content, um, I felt so aligned, especially Wednesdays. See, now my babies are starting. Um, especially Wednesdays where I feel like it just spoke to me because of who I am. So now I know that, you know, I everything I do, it has to be launched on Wednesdays because of my human design and because of the cosmic content. Um, but Shaina, thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you to your baby for also being part of this and giving us amazing laughs and screams and just like making it real, you know, because that's what we're all about here at Mess to Badass, being real and perfect and just, you know, a little bit of messy. Um, so everybody that's there listening, you know, follow Shaina, check out her website, check out everything that she does because I feel like she's amazing. And she also has a little uh, TikTok with her baby. So check that out because both of them are a cutie patooties. And that is it. Thank you, everybody. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Shaina. Bye. Bye. Thank you, messes and badasses, for listening to today's episode. Check the show notes for any updates and don't forget to subscribe to the show and share it. Have an amazing day and don't forget to see failures as opportunities to start over and better. Bye.